everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of the WW Row Podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico. I am a stand-up comedian as well as a Weight Watchers member. I've been a Weight Watchers member again since May 1st, uh, 2017, so it's been on the program now again for just a little over a year. And uh, I weigh in on Monday nights, so that's why I do this podcast here on Monday nights. Uh, I weighed in tonight. I lost 5.2 pounds for now a total of 107.2. Uh, very excited about that um, because last week I went up 1.8, as I said it on, on the podcast. And uh, it's always nice when you have a, a gain that the next week you come back a little stronger than last time and you lose that plus more. So definitely uh, uh, very excited about um about this week's weight loss, uh, more so than um, last week. wasn't happy last week at all with going up. But, you know, that that's just part of the program. I've noticed I have a pattern, you know, where I'll have a big weight loss, and then I'll lose, you know, steady a couple of weeks. Not crazy, but, you know, about anywhere from one to two pounds, maybe over that. And then I'll either, like, stay the same or I'll go up a little bit. Then I'll have a big weight loss. Then I'll... So I, I just have to, you know, I, I was saying today in the, the meeting, you got to kind of look at the baseball card, as we say it to, to different, uh, when a baseball player is slumping, you always say, look at his baseball card. What has he done over his career? And that's kind of got to look at as the year, what have I done this year? And that's kind of the pattern. Of course, I get upset. I get pissed off. Uh, I want to punch babies, kick dogs, whatever it is. But um, happy with this week's weight loss. Uh, moving down in the right direction, 110 is just around the block. And after that, you get to, you know, 115, then 120, 125, and you really start going down uh, to where I want to be. I didn't think I actually, I didn't think I actually lost this week, to be honest, um, because I, I went to the Yankee game Tuesday night uh, to play in the, the hated Red Sox, which is a lot of fun. I haven't been to the Yankee game it's got to be it's got to be 6 years that the last time I was at the Yankee game easily 6 years and um definitely a big part of that is is my weight uh i i didn't you know walking around and, and and everything like that it wasn't easy so i just didn't go to the games now i i love baseball i, I it's it really is like my my, my favorite thing as far as sports I absolutely love Yankee baseball. It's me and my family. We all love Yankee baseball. It's definitely a big part of of us, of as far as our communication and and what we have in common. You know, we're all together. There's always a Yankee game on. We just we love the Yankees. We we love baseball. We enjoy watching baseball, talking baseball, and going to the games is is one of my favorite things. I love being at Yankee Stadium. It's it reminds me of my you know even though it's not the same stadium it reminds me of my childhood a lot I have so many good memories uh, going to the games with my family and my friends that you know as I got older and as the weight came on I stopped doing it I stopped going to the games so the last game I went to was in 2012 and this this year I had gotten tickets already. Um, for the 26th, I'm going May 26th with my girlfriend. She's never been to Yankee Stadium, so I'm bringing her to the stadium. That was my first game back. But I got to thank uh, Dino from Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club. 
he asked me if I wanted to go to the game with him, his brother, and a few other people. And I got to go to the Yankees-Red Sox game on May 8th, last Tuesday. And I, I was very nervous going into it. I was very nervous going to the game because I, I I hadn't walked around. You know, I've been walking and stuff like that, but I haven't really been to this kind of situation where I'd be going around a stadium and, and everything. So I parked my car and I walked to this, the stadium and it was not a problem. I know for a lot of people, you know, that, that's not, it's not a, it shouldn't be a problem. But again, I haven't, I haven't done this in, in six years going to the game and, and getting around was, was, was not easy. And I was kind of very happy with myself that I didn't have a problem. Went right to my seats. The seats, listen, I'm a big guy. They're going to be a little tight, but they were, they weren't as tight. They were very comfortable seats. I actually had padding on them. And, uh, I just had a blast. I, I screamed at Red Sox fans. <laughs> I, I was talking trash the whole game. I, I was hanging out with a couple of comic buddies, my, my buddy, my buddy Dino, Jerry, uh, Jackie from Uncle Vinny's, Joe Webbs from Uncle Vinny's. We, we all had a good time. And uh, I even, I, I thought I was going to go up because I, I, I ate a little bit at the game. I had a hot dog. I had a half a sausage sandwich. I had peanuts and a beer, which I know doesn't sound a crazy amount, um, especially what damage I used to do back in the day. But it was just out of the ordinary of things that I eat. So that was weighing in my head. And uh, maybe I didn't get as much water in that day as I wanted to. And listen, I'm, I'm a psychopath. I, I, I'll worry about that all week. But, you know, the rest of the week I was on my grind. And uh, I didn't eat on Mother's. I, oh, you know, for the weekend I didn't go crazy. So I was very happy with that situation. And being at the game, it was it was the best feeling. It really was. It was more than just being at a game. Uh, so I've never been in prison before. I've never been to jail. And it's now melodramatic a little bit, but it was almost like be, being released from a prison and being able to do what I want to do. You know, because, I, like I said, I, I love Yankee Stadium. I love going to Yankee games. I love being at baseball games. And I'm doing that, like I said before, with my, my nephew's T-ball games, going to the games, being able to hang around and walk around. Um, and now going to, to sporting events. I can't wait to go back on the 26th. You know, I just, I just enjoy doing things again that I, I wasn't doing last, last year. I mean, a little further back, I started over a year ago. Um, so, you know, it's, it's definitely exciting. It's exciting stuff. Got a couple of comments here. Uh, Teresa says, keep it up. You're doing great. Thank you. She also says with every, Pound loss, you get healthier uh, and extend your life. My goal is to get healthy and outline my and out outline. Well, I guess she must outlive her ex husband. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yes, it's it's always good to to shove it up an ex's, you know what, and to show them, hey, this is what you're missing. Look at me now. And listen, I guess I have a little bit of that too, because I've had a lot of exes that you know didn't believe that I could do this or wanted me to do this, pushed me to do it. And I wasn't really uh, in it at that time. So, yeah, you, you, you hope that an ex sees it and, and sees what they're missing and sees that you're doing well and being successful. But, uh, not, I, again, that's, that's, the only, that's the reason why I started Weight Watchers. I don't have a number in mind. Like, because of what's your goal? I don't have a goal. I, I have just to get healthier and, and be happier and, and to live the best life that I can. And this, this last, these past six months have really been amazing. Um, as hitting certain goals and, and just things getting better. 
Um, I'm definitely living a better life than I was last year, and it really motivates you and makes you want to do it more, and I think that's the best motivation I could have. You know, we were talking in the meeting today about, you know, why is it so easy to quit this? You know, like uh, like you have a job, you have a family, you, you have everything else. Why is it so easy to walk away from a weight loss journey as opposed to other things? And I, I said it's because the accountability, the personal accountability. If you walk away from a job, you know, in, in the real life thing, you, you can't pay your bills. Uh, you can't buy food. You can't, you know, pay your mortgage, your rent, your car note. So there's all those things that are accountability-wise where, like, you have to stay at work. Same thing with a family. Why don't you leave your family? Besides the emotional, it's the monetary thing, too. You don't want to pay alimony, child support. Uh, that's why some people stay together. With going to the meetings, if you don't go to a meeting, the only person you hurt is yourself. And ironically, that's the last thing we look at. That's the last thing we care about is uh, ourselves and worrying about ourselves. So that's why it's easy to, to walk away from something like this. And, you know, in the past, if I would have had a, a, a slip up or anything like that, I would have just walked away from it. And then months later, after putting a lot of weight back on, I, I would have said, OK, now I'm going to start again. And you, just, you keep going through the same pattern. And it's not it's it's just better to keep going even if you hit a bump in the road, just to get over that bump and, and keep going down. Uh, that's really the the reason why I, I this this time I've stayed with it. It's different, it's different mindset. I, I, I wanted to do it this time. I really wanted to do it. Uh, Carrie Kravis says, when am I on? Didn't we? <laughs> Carrie, didn't we uh, go over that? I don't know. I don't have my, my phone. I'm recording on it. But I'll, I'll let you know. I think it's in June. I think you're coming on in June. Sometime. You told me to let you know that two days before, the Friday before. Uh, so I'll definitely let you. Yeah, there we go. Carrie says, okay. We're going to have a, we're gonna have some guests in here in the next couple of weeks as well uh, to get different views on weight loss. Uh, I want to thank Ronnie Schnell for joining us last week. Uh, got a lot of good feedback on last week's show. People seem to like um, having the guests in and hearing some of these different uh, views. Carrie says, love you. I'm fat. <laughs> No, you're not, Carrie. Stop it. Stop it now. I just saw Carrie uh, last week at Governor's. She is not fat. I don't know what she's talking about. So stop it. You'll see when she's here. You're like, Carrie, you're going to be like one of those women that they get mad at at the meeting that say they're fat when they're not. You're going to have all the ladies cursing you. That's what happens when people... <laughs> it's, it's true, though, in the meetings. If, they, if someone's not as big enough, you get dirty looks. Sometimes they're just people are very uh, callous at the meetings. It's a, it can be cutthroat. But uh, I actually I made a new recipe and I'll, I'll share it with you here. That'll be this portion of the program. I made a zucchini ravioli. So if anybody's listening, get your pens out. I will go over the recipe. It's a pretty simple recipe. It's just time consuming. You get four zucchinis. You have to cut them in half. You get a potato peeler, and you have to peel the zucchini, all of it, to so little sliver slices. Okay. Then you take four pieces of the zucchini, the sliced zucchini. You lay two down horizontally. 
they're overlapping each other. Then you kind of do two, you do two across vertically. So now it's shaped like a T, but about a tablespoon. Uh, here's the mixture. It's uh, part skim ragout, one egg beaten up, and then your seasoning, whatever you want to put in it. Some people put Parmesan. I put fat-free mozzarella, about 60 grams. Um, and you put about a tablespoon in the middle. You fold them over. You fold uh, the one side over the other side, kind of so it's like a square now. Turn it upside down. Put it in a, a baking tray. Uh, mine made nine, and there were three points each. Now, what I did with the leftover gook, because you're going to have a lot, I put it on top, and then I put marinara sauce on top. So with the marinara, the ragout, and everything else, it comes to uh, three points each. You can go to my uh, Instagram page, Comic Anthony D. You can see the finished product. I also have it in the group, uh, facebook.com slash Podcast. Uh, it's really good. Um, <laughs> Melissa says, you're so Italian. Love the accent when you said the Jesus. You know, it's funny. We were talking about this uh, last night. It's at my girlfriend, girlfriend's brother's house, and they were making fun of the way me and her sister-in-law, because we're Italian, say ragot and mozzarella, and that's the only way, the only time people who are not saying those, who speak that language, uh, <laughs> say, it, say it like an Italian. They don't speak Italian, but you say it anyway. You say ragot instead of ricotta or mozzarella instead of mozzarella. I'm sorry. That's the way I was brought up saying it. Uh, my grandmother called it mozzarella and ragot, and that's what I call it. That, to me, that's the way it's said. I say manicotti instead of manicotti. Manicotti. I feel like manicotti is something you get at the Olive Garden. That's something that you make. People seem to be agreeing with me on that. What, what? <laughs> Lauren says ragot. That's how she spells it out. Anyway, um, so that was a really good recipe. I made turkey sausage with it and peppers. Uh, again, the you see the plates that I make, sometimes it, it's a lot of points. It's because I get a lot of points. But you could definitely scale it down um, if you just use one turkey sausage. It's usually about anywhere from two to three points each. I weigh everything. I, after I, I, I don't go by it says one link, two link. I actually weigh it in grams and you get the true point value of it. Um, and so it was 10 points for the sausage. And then I had uh, I had about 19 points for dinner. I got get a lot of points, and I didn't I hadn't eaten any really anything up to that point, so I used the points on, on dinner. Uh, again, use your points the way you want to. I get a ton because I'm a big guy, you know. And as I'm losing weight, they go down, so you have to adjust. But you, sometimes you see my recipes. Just ask me for a, a lower point version of it, and I, and I'll I'll skew the recipe to fit your your point needs. Um, so you can have the same thing just at a lower point value. Uh, yesterday was Mother's Day. Now, uh, it's a hard day for me, Mother's Day, and uh, I'll, I'll go through it. Uh, I lost my mother. It'll be 10 years, uh, July 21st uh, this year. It'll be 10 years that she passed away. So days like Mother's Day, her birthday, the day she passed away, and Christmas are incredibly, incredibly hard. And historically is when I've gone off the rails. And I've, you know, because I am, I am an emotional eater. Uh, you know, so it's, it's a hard time. Like even the week leading up to this, to Mother's Day, 
I start to feel it, you know, like, you know, Mother's Day, because you see all the commercials, you see the ads, um, people are posting pictures with their moms that, you know, so it's, it is very hard. And I start and I start getting that feeling that I want to just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. And I'm getting hungry, but I'm not hungry, but you're craving the food. I actually told my girlfriend about it. And she's like, you've got to put it out of your mind, keep busy. Uh, luckily I was busy with shows and podcasts and other things like that, but, uh, it's, it's, it's a very hard day. It's, it's an absolute hard day. And my girlfriend also said to me, your mother wouldn't want you to do that. She'd be mad if you, if you, you sabotaged yourself just because she was sad about something. And she's right. My mother wouldn't stand for that. If anybody knew my mother, she did not stand for that at all. She wouldn't want me to be sad. She always told me that, you know, that, that life goes on. You know, sometimes things in life happen and it sucks. But you just got to keep moving forward. And uh, I got to keep telling myself that, especially with this. Because uh, in the past, I mean, I would have definitely went off the rails. And I was happy. You know, I, I, it, was a, it was progress. Last year, I didn't do it. I got through her birthday. Christmas, I got through. Um, and now Mother's Day this year, I'm kind of starting that all again. Where those are the big roadblocks for me. Like people say, oh, I don't like the summer because of barbecues. Uh, because of cookouts, parties. To me, it's it's the emotional stuff, the emotional ties I have to things that really trigger me to go off on my program and to really go off the rails. But, uh, you know, I choose to celebrate, you know, the good things and not focus on that, you know, you can't help, you can't help to, to, to think about your mom not being here and, and everything like that. So that's, I'm not saying don't think about it or you can't, you, it's something you can't get past, but don't just focus on the negative of it. You know, just focus on the good times, you know, laugh about something. Um, you know, I went to my nephew's T-ball game uh, Saturday with, uh, I mean, Sunday, which is Mother's Day morning. My brother couldn't make it, so my dad took him. Uh, my brother owns a deli. I'll give a plug. It's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. That's the place you want to go for all your delicatessen needs. So it was Mother's Day, so my brother was busy. And we took him down to the game. And I, when I got back from the game, uh, my Aunt Viv, who's visiting from South Carolina, was leaving, and we were talking about baseball, and she reminded me of a funny story about when my mother got ejected from the game because she was yelling at the umpire. <laughs> because, I don't know, one of us got hit with a ball and something did you know, she didn't like it or we got hit by something, and she would bark at the umpire. Um, if anybody knows my mother or knew my mother, you know she didn't hold back. I remember one time my brother was uh, playing baseball. I had to kind of like bring her down. I had to like push her down to sit down. My brother got hit by a pitch, and as he's walking to first base, he he's looking at the the pitcher. And the mother, I guess, said, what does he think he's looking at? My mother turns and goes, he'll look at whatever the frig he wants to look at. You got a problem? I'm looking at you now. I'm like, I'm pulling the quad, relax. So my Aunt Viv did share that story about how they were asked to leave a Little League baseball game, which I thought was funny. Um, I did what I always do on Mother's Day. I go to Hofstra University. I, I hate going to the cemetery because, again, that's another – this makes me even more depressed. And I said to myself, I'm not going to make myself depressed. I'm going to stay positive and do positive things so to make sure I don't go off the rails and I don't get off my program. Every year, I, whenever I want to go visit my mom, instead of going to the cemetery, I go to Hofstra University. My mother worked at Hofstra University, and she had 
Uh, she went to school there while she worked there. She was the number one part-time student when she graduated. She graduated Phi Beta Kappa. When she passed away, she was just like three credits away from a master's degree. My mother kicked ass at the place. She really did, you know, she loved Hofstra. She loved that it was a second opportunity for her. She loved that she got to work there. And the friends she made, she got to help, she helped the students out that were there. Um, in fact, one of her former students is now a, uh, a congresswoman on Long Island. And uh, she always tells me that my mother was a big influence on her. So I look at those things. That's why Hofstra University is such a special place to her. So I make it a special place for me. And I go there, you know, on her birthday, on her whatever days that I'm thinking of my mom, I want to go visit her. I go to Hofstra and I sit on her bench. She has a memorial bench at Hofstra University. And then I feel very close to her when I'm there. Uh, so I went there yesterday. It was raining, so I couldn't spend uh, as much time as I wanted to, but it was just nice walking around the campus. It's Hofstra, it's a beautiful campus. I went to school there. I, I really didn't uh, appreciate uh, how nice of a campus it was, but I went there. Um, but now walking around, it's, it's definitely, I definitely appreciate it, and I, and I like being there. And uh, I feel very close to my mom when I'm there. Because it was a place that she 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 loved so much. Uh, Hofstra was her second home. She really made that her second home, and uh, really, you know, was more than uh, a coworker, a friend, a boss to those people. She really gave them her all. She would cook for them. She would invite them over. Uh, if they needed a, a meal, she would cook them a meal. Anything they needed, she would help them out with, and. Uh, so it's nice that Hofstra University uh, put that bench there uh, for my mother in her honor. So that's why I, I go to feel close to her. And, um, I, I, you know, it's literally why I like just walk around that campus because she, she loved the campus. She always tells me, look how beautiful it is here. You kids don't know this. You don't get involved. And we didn't get involved in, in, in the campus. Um, but, you know, and especially the, the playhouse there. You know, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't care if it takes me 20, 30 years, but I will do some kind of a comedy special from the Playhouse at Hofstra. Uh, that is something that I, I, that is a goal of mine that I will achieve. Uh, just as like I'm achieving my weight loss goals, I will achieve that goal as well. And uh, performing at Hofstra would mean a lot to me because my, my, my mother never got to see me perform stand-up comedy. So, you know, every time I go on stage, that's in the back of my head that, you know, I'm doing this again. She never got to see it. But, uh, you know, just focusing on the good things that, you know, the memories and uh, so mothers, so I don't go crazy on Mother's Day. I don't go off the deep end. Uh, I went to, um, after Hofstra, I went to my brother's because, you know, my, my celebrate my sister-in-law. She is a mother of three beautiful children, my, my, my nephews and my niece, uh, so I went there, we hung out, and uh, I brought my own food. That's that's one thing I've done now. If I'm going to go to, uh, especially on a Sunday, I'll bring, my, I'll bring my own food with me. I'll cook dinner and I'll bring it with me. I can still eat with my family and celebrate whatever we're celebrating, but not go off my program. And I, I think that's uh, a, a, big, a big thing and uh, a big part of this success that I've had is not focusing on, oh, I'm missing out, but joining in. I'm joining in with my own food and, and other things that I'm bringing to the table. And 
I don't I don't feel like I'm missing out. I, I mean, I, I cook stuff that I like. So, I mean, one day I'm not eating what they're eating. No big deal. We're still all sitting around as a family, and that's the that's the important thing. And anytime I can spend time with my, my, my family and my, my especially my, my my nephews and my niece is it's a plus and it's 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 a good it's a good thing. You know, especially those kids that keep you on your toes. Um you know, like I have my, my nephew's birthday is tomorrow. My nephew Rocco will be three. Happy birthday, Rocco. Um, so and they're gonna have cake tomorrow. I'm not gonna have cake, but I'll be there for his birthday, and that's the important thing. It's not about having a piece of cake. It's about being there and celebrating his birthday with him. And that, you know, he doesn't care if I have cake. More cake for him. You know, that's what I'll do. I'll have a, I'll get the piece of cake and I'll give it to him so he can have another piece of cake. That's that's what I'll do. That's why I'm the fun uncle. Um, I got a couple of comments here. Melissa says, from my own experience, everything uh, surround, everything is surrounds food. Uh, when I'm happy, I eat. When I'm sad, I eat. When I'm anxious, I eat. When I'm excited, I eat. When I go out with friends, boyfriends, we eat. It's literally a drug that we cannot live without. I've had uh, I've had to force myself to learn to portion control and say it's okay to have that cookie. Just can't have seven plus like I used to. That's very important. That's a very good point. Very important point. Um, and that's what Weight Watchers teaches you. That's why I like Weight Watchers. Again, if you're doing something else, great. Uh, but portion control is a big thing, and you know what? I was I was talking about it at the meeting. Go back to the Yankee game. I felt I felt guilty for having a hot dog and for having a half of sausage sandwich. And and my 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 leader said, uh, you know, well, would you used to have at the game? Would you, would you used to eat at the Yankee games? Okay, we'll do the rundown of what I used to eat at the Yankee games. Now, the old stadium, there was a parking garage about a block away, and at the bottom there was this guy, Ozzy, and he sold Ozzy dogs. Now, an Ozzy dog was a hot dog with chili, two kinds of uh, hot sauce, and potato sticks. I'd have about two or three of those even before I went to the stadium. Got to the stadium, I'd have sausage and peppers, hot dogs, uh, Cracker Jacks, um, maybe even peanuts on top of that, ice cream, uh, countless number of beers and sodas. So, yeah, looking at that, I kind of cut, I did cut back. I just had, I tasted things. I had a little bit of a taste of everything. Uh, Vinny says, I came in late. What program are you doing? Vinny, I'm doing Weight Watchers, uh, the Weight Watchers weight loss program. And um, for me, it works. Other people do other things. And, again, I, I encourage anybody who's doing a weight loss journey to share their uh, stories with me. And if you're doing something different than Weight Watchers and it's working, please let me know so we can share. We can all help each other out. That's what this podcast is is for and about. Um, Vinny says, you look awesome. Well, thank you, Vinny. I'm trying, man. I still have a long way to go, uh, which, again, plays with my head a lot. Uh, Ronnie says, one thing I learned, a Porsche control. My appetite kind of shrunk as it got easier to eat less. It does. Your, your stomach shrinks down. Uh, I got a little, de- I want to say depressed, but a little bummed out the other day. I saw a picture of myself recently. The angle was not flattering at all. And you, in your head, you kind I see myself sometimes two different ways. You know, having lost over 100 pounds, you see yourself one way, and then knowing you're still big, it's another way. And um, I, 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 I kind of I got a little... Uh, Upset and depressed about it, and 
my, my, my girlfriend uh, kind of reeled me in a little bit with that. And listen, we haven't been together a long time, but the time we have been together, she's been an amazing support system and kind of gives me the kick in the ass that I need when I, you know, when I'm getting down on myself or, or stuff like that. Um, she doesn't let me do that, which I, I thank her for because I can definitely get down on myself with that. Um, Alyssa says, funny you say guilt. I always feel guilty eating something that might not have been the best option. That's something uh, I own in my head and it drives me crazy. I'm always nervous to get to go back to being that quote-unquote fat girl, and I find myself not even enjoying my food. Again, yeah, same thing. Um, of course, Melissa, I, I know her personally. She is definitely uh, it's like two different people than what I've seen before pictures. Um, but it, I guess that image never leaves your head. And, you know, it's important, I guess, to... Uh, you know, just get over that and just, but it's hard, the hard, that's the hardest thing to do is to not see yourself as your former self and to go back to those, those old tendencies. Uh, Vinny says, Janet says, you look amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you, uh, Janet. I appreciate that. Teresa says, your body remains fat. I guess so. I, I lost it all in my head. That's what I tell everybody. I lost 107 pounds in my, my head. Uh, Melissa says, "Thanks, Anthony. I'm so proud of your progress. Thank you, Melissa. Uh, that means a lot. Uh, but you listen, look at you know, just look at you far, far you come. And I, and I encourage everybody. To do, I know some people are on social media, people, and uh, you know, like the postings on social media. But anybody who's doing a weight loss journey, please get a picture of yourself from when you started, and then take a picture of yourself now and post it just for yourself." And just see the transformation. Tomorrow's Transformation Tuesday. I want everybody to post a picture who's doing a weight loss journey just to show yourself how far you've come. And let those, let those positive vibes come in from other people. They'll be proud of you, too. Um, it's just something that will maybe boost your self-esteem and, and you won't see yourself as that former self. You really see the difference. That's why I do it. I mean, to really see how far you've come. Uh, Mary says, hi, Anthony. Hey, Mary, how you doing? Hope all is well. Uh, the baby is adorable. Congratulations uh, to you and Eddie. Absolutely adorable. Very happy for you guys. Um, so, yes, yeah, just that's why, that's why I do the Transformation Tuesdays. I try to find different scenarios, different things, maybe even events of the last time I went to something to now. Even podcasts I did from a year ago to what I look like today. It's just all positive stuff to help keep you on your track. And, you know, we all could use that uh, positive reinforcement. Because it's so easy, especially when things, you know, difficult things like, you know, remembering a lost loved one or any problems you're having in your life. It's just easy to go back to those old habits, those old routines and to, to fall off your grind, which uh, it just you don't want to erase the progress of you've done. And that's what I, I keep telling myself. I don't want to go back. I'm not going back. I don't want to go back to the way I was because I am enjoying too much uh, what's going on right now to go back to that point where I wasn't enjoying anything. And that's really the the key to everything is just to enjoy your life and to live the life and to live the healthiest, healthiest and best life possible. That's why I've done – that's why I am keep going with this. And that's why whenever I get in that frame of mind, I just say to myself – you don't want to go back to, to last year. And uh, I'm not going to go back. 
Just different mindset. I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook Live tonight and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 16 of the WW Road Podcast. Please join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash Podcast. It's a very open and welcoming community. Come on, join that, that group. Uh, you can find the podcast each week and on iTunes as well as www.bropodcast.podbean.com. And you can find me on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at ComicAnthonyD. So also check out my website, AnthonyDLive.com, for my upcoming comedy dates. Uh, I want to thank Hollow, the band Hollow, for the this theme song, Something to Believe. It's our intro or outro. You can find it on iTunes. The band's name is Hollow, Something to Believe. You can. My boy Nick is the basis of this band. He was also the, uh, wrote this song. And you can check out his new band, Demon Scar, at demonscarband.com. Again, demonscarband.com. For all your deli needs, one place to go, Finn's Deli, 4646, Merrick Road in Massapequa. Or you can go to finsdeli.com. I also heard it's available on DoorDash. You can order Finn's right to your home. Once again, thank you so much. My name is Anthony DiDomenico. I'll see you next week. Have a good one.